Hello everyone, it is Wednesday evening. We will just wait for everyone to catch up with the fact that we are online and streaming live. Good evening. It's Wednesday. I'm a little late. Four minutes late. Sometimes I'm early. Today I'm late. How are you guys? What's going on out there? Facebook and Instagram land. We are live with tonight's edition of Practical Change. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about boundaries, I think, is a good topic for tonight. Hello, Instagram fam. We are um, just making sure the podcast is recording. Okay, we're good. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Good evening. How are you? Is everybody getting ready for Mother's Day this weekend? How many of you have to go do family stuff that you don't want to do? That's the thing about being a mom, right? You don't really get to celebrate your Mother's Day all the time because you have to go do family stuff with someone else. We should be able to do what we want, right? We should be able to just say, we have kids. This is our day. We're doing what we want to do. That's what I told Antonio, my son. I told him what I wanted to do, and he had a whole agenda for what he wants to do. And so he's kind of mad at me because I don't want to do what he wants to do, which I don't think is fair. Sarah, you're going back to the beach. We're headed there ourselves in a few weeks to the beach, um, taking a little road trip. Oh, you're watching a Pokemon movie. Brenna's watching Pokemon. Nice. Or are you going to watch it for Mother's Day? I'm not sure. Okay, anyway, good evening, hello, hello, how are you? Um, I thought that we would talk a little bit about boundaries tonight. It seems like that's an issue that's coming up for, um, in my world and some other people and some clients and um, I just thought it might be worth a few minutes of conversation. Hi Cindy! Um, oh, Brenna says she's watching a Pokemon movie from Mother's Day. <laughs> You're a good mommy. Um, I had Mother's Days like that. The kid turned 18 on Monday, so I pretty much... I'm not free and clear completely, because of course you're never really free and clear, but we did... I did parent him successfully to 18, so had a little bit of a celebration for myself. We made it. There were some pretty sketchy moments there when I didn't think that I would be able to do it, but I got it done. So that's a good thing. That's a milestone. So um, thank you, Sarah. Sarah's saying happy birthday to my son. So let's talk about boundaries, right? Let's talk about, um, let's talk about family stuff and boundaries. So yeah, that's a sticky one that I'm sort of in the middle of myself right now. Um, you know, hi Lisa, how do you, um, you end up doing stuff sometimes and, you know, you sort of get into a pattern, right? And then you realize that that might not be the healthiest pattern. Um, oh, and Brenna's saying in ex-families as well. So there's a lot of people out there that are not healthy. And I don't just mean physically healthy. I mean sort of mentally healthy, right? There's a lot of dysfunctional stuff going on out there. So when it's in your own family and you recognize that, like when is it, and this is like a rhetorical question, where is it, you know, when do you set your boundaries with that and when do you just decide that these people and their dysfunctionalism isn't going to affect your life anymore? 
Um, and so I'm in the middle of that with some uh, family members. And, you know, there's the dysfunctionalism, in my opinion, is a rampant and affecting the quality of their lives. And I am just um, not wanting it to affect the quality of mine any longer. Hi, Allie. Hi, Kirsten. So let's talk about, so like I said, let's talk about boundaries. You know, do you even know what those are? Because for a long time, growing up in a super dysfunctional family, I didn't even know what a boundary was. And I read um, a book on boundaries quite, uh, probably two decades ago. And then it was like, oh, okay, there, I shouldn't allow that, or I shouldn't let them do that, or I shouldn't be, like, sucked into what they're doing, and it's not my job to do their agenda, and um, it's not my job to handle their story, and it's not my job to take care of them, and I definitely don't want to enable them, and it isn't my job to um, save them or fix them, right? We've talked a lot about that in the last couple weeks that you know, you can't save and fix other people. You can only be worried about yourself. So if there are situations in your life, and sometimes this happens to people at work as well, and sometimes it even happens with children, mostly older children, you know, when older children are um, are taking advantage or maybe, you know, they're they're not doing what they need to do for themselves. And then there's this like, Fine line. Allie, I'll get you the name of the book. I believe the book is called Boundaries, and I just need to look up the specifics, but I will find out for you. Um, so when someone else's behavior is not healthy toward them, and then it's affecting your life, and it's either making you upset, or it's interfering with you know your productivity, or you taking care of your own family, like in your own home... Um, here's a good one. And Sarah says, when you try to help and they bring up every excuse in the book why it won't work. Yeah, exactly. That's one to back off. So in this particular situation, you know, we've offered some solutions and, um, we've done some things and, um, you know, it's just not the people that are in this particular situation in my family. I don't believe that they have a wish to change anything. I believe that they're so embroiled in, in the dysfunctional behavior that's happening I don't believe that they have a, a wish to do anything about it. Um, and it's affecting, you know, the quality of my life in a way as much as I'll let it. And, you know, when you grow up around people, you sort of, oh, you sort of probably let it affect you more than you should because these are the people that you grew up around. And it's really hard to watch someone in a self-destructive pattern um, and... It's hard to watch that when you care about the people and recognize that, that you can't do anything. Like, you can't save them. You can't fix them. You can't rescue them. And so um, it's really easy for me to set boundaries for other things, you know, people that aren't that close to me. It's really, I find it much more challenging to have to set boundaries with stuff that's like really up close to me. So I'm, I'm working through this myself right now. And I thought that, um, perhaps some of you have that going on as well. And so I thought we should talk about it, which is why I'm talking about it tonight. Um, so 
you know, you, and then what happens is you set a boundary, which you know is a healthy boundary. Because believe me, I've done my fair share of therapy about this junk. And I, I know what a healthy boundary is. And I'm, I have reinforcement about what is, you know, what is mine, what is my responsibility, what is not my responsibility. And, you know, and then you, you set that boundary and then you feel, then you feel guilty and then you feel bad and then you, and then like it eats at you because you put your foot down and you said, you know, sort of this far and no further. And then you feel, um, you know, you, you feel bad that you had to do that because here's the problem. The people that are so dysfunctional, like embroiled in their mess, they don't even understand that they're dysfunctional. That's the sad part. That's the part that breaks my heart. They're so in that fishbowl that they can't even see that they're in a fishbowl. Um, and they're, and it, they're self-absorbed because they're in this fishbowl and they don't even know that they're in there and, they don't, and there's nobody else in there but them in, from their perspective. They're in the middle of whatever they're in the middle of. It's all about them. And when it's a super dysfunctional situation, they're totally embroiled in whatever they're in. And there really is no recognition of like the outside world and that there's other humans out there and that there's other people that you should, you know, be checking on and seeing how they are. And it's not just about you and your dysfunctional situation. And here's the bottom line. Like, we have a choice. Every day we make choices, and our choices make our life. And that's just the bottom line. That's the truth. So um, I, I choose. I choose what I'm going to eat and how that will affect me. And I choose, you know, whether or not I'm going to exercise. And I choose whether or not I'll make enough money to support what, you know, what I need to support my household, my kid. Those are all my choices. I could just as easily choose to eat a box of devil dogs every single day. Remember devil dogs? Drake's cakes. And sit on the sofa and, you know, watch Lifetime television and just eat um, devil dogs and let everything just fall to shit around me. Like, that that could be a choice that I made. Um, I could choose to quit when things get hard. I could choose to quit when, you know... Um, I'm in pain because of whatever I could choose to, you all could, we, you, we make choices. We're responsible for our own choices. We choose every day what we decide to do. So if people in your life are choosing things that are not serving them, that's their choice. That is not our responsibility. It is not our responsibility to take care of them. It is our responsibility to take care of our children, basically until they turn 18, and then, of course, we still have to watch over them. But, you know, basically when they reach the adult level, they need to learn, you know, that they have to do things for themselves. And um, when you're talking about grown-ups in your family, which I'm talking about grown-ups, like older grown-up people, when they're making unhealthy choices and you point out and you've been pointing out for years like, hey, maybe this isn't the best thing for you to be doing and maybe you should try something different and maybe this isn't going to serve you well and they don't, they don't want to help themselves, there's nothing you can do to fix that. You can't save them and you can't even help them really. Like you can offer some advice and, you know, maybe you can... Um, 
you can offer some help, you can offer some assistance, and um, and so uh, someone's texting on a video here, and I don't think it's on Instagram. I don't think it pertains to um, thinking it doesn't pertain to me because it makes no sense. Okay, sorry about that. So um, we can't fix people. We can't save people. Um, Eileen is asking me, what about when it's your kids? To me, and this is just my opinion, um, to me when it's your kids, tough love is required because if you let your kids get away with stuff, like you're not doing them any favors and you're not doing you any favors. And if you enable adult children to continue to count on you or depend on you or take advantage of you, and this is my opinion now. Of course, everything I say is my opinion. I think you all know that. In my opinion, when you allow adult children to still lean on you and take advantage of you and all of that, um, you, you can't do, you're not doing them any favors because you know what? You're not going to be around forever. So if you think that you coddling your adult child, even young adult child, if you think that that is, um, if you're, you think you're helping them, you're not, in my opinion, you are not helping them. You're not helping them at all because at some point they're going to have to get out there in the re real world and they're going to have to fend for themselves. And if you haven't taught them how to fend for themselves, um, they're going to be screwed, quite literally, because you won't be around forever. And if you start bailing kids out, like when they're in their late teens and into their early 20s and whatever, you'll be bailing them out for your whole life. For as long as you're still alive, you'll be bailing them out. So I'm a big advocate of not coddling, you know, um, teenagers and young adults. So my son turned 18, and he's gonna, he works full-time. Um, he's a, he wants to own a restaurant and a food truck chain and he's been doing cooking since he was seven and going to cooking schools and doing different things. So he has a full-time job. He's probably going to live here for another year. Um, he's working with a restaurant group right now and there's some opportunities in the future for him. So he's going to start paying rent. He's been paying, um, a little bit and now he's paying more. Um, and so he's going to be paying, you know, rent and, um, he helps with some, you know, he helps with other things around here and all that. So, and he's only 18, but, you know, I said to him, you're welcome to stay here. And I asked him what he thought was fair for a monthly rent to pay. And he actually named a number that, that I thought was a little higher than what I would have asked him for. Um, and so the reason that I'm doing that is because number one, he eats like everything in sight. So it helps with the food bill. And number two, when this kid has to go out and live on his own, I want him to understand what it means to pay bills and to, to understand that he gets X amount in his paycheck every week and he's, he's good at putting money away, but he also has to understand that he's going to have to pay for shit and you know, he needs to start doing that now. So and about the adult people that are um, just, it just breaks my heart. It really does. To watch people that you care about doing things that are not serving them, that's really now affecting the quality of their lives, is just, um, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Hi, Janet. And so... 
you have to set those boundaries because here's what's more heartbreaking. What's more heartbreaking is for other people's dysfunctionalism to affect the quality of your life, to affect the quality of your everyday existence, to affect the quality of you and your relationships and your work. And if it's stressing you out and, you know, you're having a hard time getting everything done that you need to get done because you're upset about it and, you know, there's a lot of drama about it and all of that, like that isn't good for you. It's not good for you. And I'm talking to myself as well as to you. This is why you have to learn to set boundaries because there are certain things that are not your problem or your responsibility. And if people are codependent, um, when you're enabling someone, you're hurting them. It, you think that you're helping them. It looks like you're helping them. But when you are enabling someone, which means that you are doing something for someone that they really should be doing for themselves, but they're not doing because they're not taking proper care of their own lives. So they're unable to function and do whatever or pay for whatever. And then you jump in there and you think you're saving them and rescuing them. And you think it's a good thing. It's actually not a good thing because you're enabling them and you, you are not making them face the consequences of the choices that they make. Everybody has choices. Everybody does. And when you make choices that are unhealthy and not good for you, that's your choice. You should have to deal with the consequences of that. I shouldn't have to deal with that. You, you the other people shouldn't have to deal with that. If I make a choice... Like, I'm going to be 51, and I am, you know, I've cleaned up, I eat really healthy, I'm very active, I'm working out, and I, honest to God, I am doing all that because I do not want to be a burden to my kid when I'm like 70 or 80. I want to be running up and down the stairs and doing what I need to do for myself, and I don't want to have to be counting on anybody to take care of me because I didn't take care of myself. That's, in my opinion, being responsible. That's me thinking about the other people in my life, thinking about how, what I, the choices that I make, how that will affect them 10 years from now, 20 years from now. How will what I'm doing right now affect my child or, you know, my um, family? And that's my responsibility to make sure that I keep my own shit tight and in check. That's my job. It is, not, um, it is not okay, in my opinion, for me to disregard how I'm taking care of myself because ultimately that's going to affect other people in my life. And that's not fair. In my opinion, that isn't fair. And so boundaries, the purpose of boundaries is for you to take care of you. So you decide in the dysfunctional situation like what you want to be responsible for or what you want to contribute and then you stay in your lane you just stay in your lane if you're gonna you know visit once a week and bring flowers or you're contributing you know money to a situation let's say and it's a you know a certain amount of money per month and you feel comfortable with that you feel like it's something you want to do you know whatever it is that you feel that you want to do that's yours to do, then pick that, pick your thing, and stay in your lane. And keep your boundaries up. Your boundaries are there to protect you. Your boundaries are there to protect your peace of mind, to protect your life, 
to keep you intact so that you can function in your own life and be a productive, successful human being. So, um, okay, some people are posting weird things. Okay, so set your boundaries. Know what boundaries are. Investigate boundaries if, if the boundary conversation is, um, is foreign to you. I suggest that you check out Boundaries. There is a book about boundaries that's really good, and I will get the name of it, and I will share it with you guys. I think it's actually called Boundaries, but it has a subtitle, and I'm not sure what it is. So um, set your boundaries. When there's unhealthy, dysfunctional situations, don't enable people. Don't feel guilty about not being able to fix, rescue, or save other people. It's not your job. It really isn't. Your job is to take care of you and your kids. If you're parenting young children, that's your job. The rest of it, other people need to be responsible for themselves. People have to take responsibility for the choices that they make. It's just that simple. And if they do need professional assistance to do so, then, you know, maybe you can be a vehicle for them getting professional assistance to do so. But when they're refusing professional assistance assistance to do so, that's not your problem either. If you've tried to um, <clears throat> help someone get to where they need to get to get the proper help for whatever's going on for them and they just refuse, that isn't your, like, you, you gave it your best shot. So... Just make sure in your actions that, God forbid, something were to happen to the person that you wouldn't feel guilty about anything that you didn't do. And that's kind of how you know, like, what's healthy for you. So make sure that you have no regrets. When you're in the middle of dysfunctional situations with people, make sure that whatever you are operating from that you're good with that that you know that whatever you're giving or whatever you're doing like that's what you can do and you you are you're being healthy for you you're taking care of you don't let other people's dysfunctional craziness mess up your life don't do it set your boundaries and stay in them and stay in your lane figure out what you're willing to do and do that and if you've done enough and still there's no change over there then maybe you've done enough and that's that boundaries are meant to protect you and to keep you healthy and intact and at the end of the day it's not our job to judge other people it's simply our job to take care of our own lives and make sure that we're living healthy happy fulfilling lives ourselves. Um, even if it's, Heather's asking, even if it's your own child. In my opinion, and of course it's situational, it, it, would, it depends on the situation. I, you know, I think that you have to stand strong even with children. You know, if children are making unhealthy choices that are not helping themselves and there's consequences for those choices, everybody has to face their consequences. Everybody does, you know, um... We all do. We've all done stupid stuff, I guarantee you, and we've had to face the consequences for that. That's, that's what life is all about. You make choices, you learn what's a good choice, you learn what's a not wise choice, and you face the consequences of your actions. You take responsibility for yourself. 
That's what it means to be a fully functioning adult. Sadly, there's a lot of people that are not fully functioning adults. That's the sad part. All right, in the interest of keeping this to a tight 30 minutes, I'm going to say good night. Um, I will find the name of the boundary book and I will turn it into a Facebook post um, if you guys want to take a look at it. It's a really good book. And um, what else? It's Mother's Day on Sunday. I will be live. We'll do a short maybe 15 minutes on Mother's Day um, at 10 a.m. on Sunday. And go visit theworkingsinglemom.com. We've got lots of bloggers. Um, we've got guest bloggers. Lots of good stuff on there, theworkingsinglemom.com. And we've got a merch line. There's some cool Warrior Mom t-shirts and hats in there if you're looking for Mother's Day gifts. There's also a great coffee mug, a travel mug that says choose badass a little more often. I will say goodnight to Instagram now. Good night, Instagram. Um, and... Facebook fam, I will see you guys. Anybody who wants to join me on Sunday morning before you have to go do what you need to do, I will be live at 10 a.m. for a short period of time. Good night.